Hi everyone, Sahila here, your wellness expert. I'm one of the first internal medicine doctor to have started medical influencing online that is completely free of cost for everyone around the globe to benefit. I talk about yoga, spirituality, health and wellness, fitness and relationships. Your complete step-by-step guide to a better and a healthy future. No gimmicks, just facts. So get ready folks for today's topic. How to say a prayer? Prayer is a common belief and a popular method of healing among all religions. But how many of us know really how to pray or what is the best method to pray? Hi, this is Sahila, your wellness expert, and I'm going to share an important topic today. How to say a prayer. Around the world, there exists different kinds of healers. And prayer has been the oldest method of healing. And even today, there are millions who are silently praying on a daily basis. So here are four best time-tested methods of praying. Number one, don't pray only when you need something. Prayer is a connection one builds with our subconscious minds. When we pray, what we are really doing is thanking God by reflecting on our daily thoughts. So prayer must be a daily ritual and not like when I ask you give kind of practice. When people get into the mentality of when I ask you give, then that's when they lose the effect of prayer. Because not just God, even people related to you cannot function that way forever. So the best practice that parents can do for the spiritual growth of their kids is to get them into the habit of saying a prayer every day, at least once, either when they wake up in the morning or before going to bed at night. This practice will ensure that kids are grounded spiritually and they will continue to carry on this ritual even as adults. So prayer becomes an integral part of connecting with their subconscious minds and it only grows stronger as we practice this method on a daily basis. Number two, write a prayer in a book or a journal it. This method is so powerful in healing oneself. For example, when I look into my journal 10 years ago where I wrote crying or expressing pain and suffering during my worst moments of depression. And when I compare that today, as I write about gratitude and joy, it really reflects on the amount of growth I have had over the years. Of course, when I wrote 10 years ago, I didn't know how or where my life was taking me because I sounded terrible back then. Today, when I read them, I can appreciate the poor mental state I was in then and the amount of healing I have undergone today. Immediately, it produces a gush of happy hormones inside my system. If I had not journaled my thoughts back then, 10 years ago, whether they're happy or sad, how would I know if I'm making progress or not? Besides, Prayer helps consolidate all my emotions in one place and writing them helps me build along as I grow. So journaling your thoughts can be in the form of a prayer or just venting out your raw emotions to the superior. Step number three, don't complain about your life to neighbors or friends and trust their advice blindly. 
At times, such people, unless they are professional psychologists or doctors or therapists, often lack the maturity to guide you in the right direction. I know a friend of mine who was depressed with her marriage and whenever she had a fight with her spouse, she called her best friend to get marital advice because she always felt her friend's marriage was solid. She didn't realize that her friend somehow persuaded her to divorce her husband by giving her a misguided advice. A few months down the line, when she met her friend, she came to know that same friend who gave her marital advice had gotten divorced herself due to an unhappy marriage. Suddenly, my friend felt that she was being misled about her own marriage by her best friend and she came to me for counseling and was filled with extreme guilt and was not able to forgive herself for blindly trusting her other friend. So before you complain about someone or something to another friend or acquaintance, please make sure that person has your best interests and also make sure that this person is listening to you with the intention to help you and not for the sake of finding gossip. Most of the time, an unbiased opinion is needed, especially in marital issues and big life-making decisions like a therapist will be useful. If you do feel a strong urge to complain to someone, then writing in a journal or in a book will serve that purpose too. This way, you're able to vent out your thoughts and also not get misguided by somebody in the wrong direction. Step number four, when you often pray for others, then your own prayers gets answered. Now, this is something I have felt and heard repeatedly from other priests, pastors, gurujis and yogis. A person who constantly wishes for only his or her goodness or only his or her success can never reach their goal because that person becomes selfish. On the other hand, if someone wishes for everyone's happiness, particularly when you pray for someone who is undergoing a lot of pain and suffering, then the universe aligns in such a way that your success is also guaranteed. Because when you have positive thoughts for someone else, those thoughts remain active in your subconscious minds and works in such a way so as to express positivity in all your other activities and helps transform those actions into success. This has been beautifully explained in the book, The Power of Subconscious Mind, written by Joseph Murphy, a popular psychologist. When you believe that your prayers can help transform others' lives, then your energies get aligned with that of the universal energy. Often we hear healings happening through prayers. And even though it may not happen consistently every time, it doesn't diminish the power of healing. I had undergone a similar type of healing for my depression and rheumatoid arthritis, which I have shared in my book, If Thoughts Can Cure. So if multiple people around the world of various religious congregations are experiencing healing through prayers, then there must be some truth to it, isn't it? Now, all it needs is a different attitude towards prayer, an unwavering belief in the power of your supreme consciousness. So for recap, here are the four points on how to learn the art of praying. Number one, don't pray only when you need something. 
സ്റ്റെപ്പ് നമ്പർ ടു റൈറ്റ് യുവർ പ്രേയേഴ്സ് ഇൻ എ ബുക്ക് ഓർ ജേണൽ യുവർ തോട്ട്സ് സ്റ്റെപ്പ് നമ്പർ ത്രീ ഡോണ്ട് കംപ്ലെയിൻ അബൌട്ട് യുവർ ലൈഫ് സ്ട്രഗിൾസ് ടു നെയ്ബേഴ്സ് ഫ്രണ്ട്സ് ആൻഡ് അക്വൈൻറ്റൻസസ് ആൻഡ് ഡോണ്ട് ട്രസ്റ്റ് ദിയർ അഡ്വൈസ് ബ്ലൈൻഡ്ലി സ്റ്റെപ്പ് നമ്പർ ഫോർ വെൻ യു ഓഫ്റ്റൻ പ്രേ ഫോർ അതേഴ്സ് ദെൻ യുവർ ഓൺ പ്രേയേഴ്സ് ഗെറ്റ്സ് ആൻസർഡ് സോ ഫോളോ ദീസ് ഫോർ സിമ്പിൾ സ്റ്റെപ്സ് ഓഫ് സെയിങ് എ പ്രേയർ and share your thoughts and reviews and until next time this is sahila your wellness expert signing off bye